Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ben is not here. No. We're on our own. Feel like when you had a supply teacher and it's a DOS lesson. I've written the script, by the way. Have you? He didn't even leave me a script. Have you done all the work today? Well, that's not necessarily new, but yeah, I have. As fellow executive producer of Help I Say to My Boss, I should have been told about this and I would have happily wrote some of the script. Written. Is it written? Yes. Start the episode. It's not written, is it? And welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we assist you to manly manoeuvre modern life, answering your contemporary con- tundra. Conundra. <laughs> William. Plural of conundrum. Answering your contemporary. Oh. Answering your contemporary conundra and finding civil solutions to your weekly woes. Like, shall I start again? No, I think you've been doing excellently so far. <laughs> Like, how do you tell someone off on the bus for playing music without headphones? I hate it when people do that. Mm, it's my pet hate. Uh, on trains as well. And what's the kindest way to tell someone you're just not that into them? And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not your usual agony aunts, are we, William Hanson, UK's leading etiquette expert? No, we're not, Jordan North Radio professional. I'm more cordon bleu, whereas you're just... Blah. <laughs> That's best one of the series. Oh, yeah. good, really? Best That's one, one of my own, actually. Best one of the series for, yeah, I'm more cordon bleu. You're just bleh. Uh, should we have a G&D? Let's start with a G&D. Um, Two what parts episodes? to Bonnet, one part gin. I had a delicious G&D the other day in London at the uh, Burners Tavern. Oh, yeah. Which is a nice sort of uh, low-grade, average restaurant in London. Uh, and they did. I, I said, as I often ask, I said, "Do you have any de bonnet?" Usually, I get a no or a, mm-hmm. a what, and they said yes. In fact, they said yes as if you know, why are you even asking? Which uh-huh. really is the uh, the answer. That was lovely. Big chunky bit of ice. What episode is this? Uh, Four hundred twelve. No. As executive producer, you should know that. Yeah. What episode of the series is it? Five. Five. Five episodes in. We're five. Uh, let's toast the man who isn't here. Oh. Which, to be honest, we didn't even notice. Mikey. Oh, nice. Let's toast to producer Ben. Producer Ben. Absent friends, producer Ben. A- absent producers. Oh, oh. It's quite strong today, isn't it? <laughs> Have you had a day of it? Mm. You was at a client today. 
Yes, I was. Tell me more. I was with a client. He was with a client. at a client. A client is not an entity in itself. Well, it is, but it's not a... What was you doing? This is a, a, a peek into the life and world of William Hansen. We were doing correspondence. Correspondence? Yeah. So who was it? Right. Do you want, do you want, their, do you want their bank details, their well, sort code? I mean, not, was he inside a, leg? What do you want? Was he or she a businessman or woman? Uh, or? She. She yeah. was a professional. Okay. Working in the banking sector. Right. And we needed to know how to address and write and format letters and emails and uh, place cards. Really? Yeah. So you taught that. Mm-hmm. How much did you charge? Oh, millions. Really? Oh, millions. Fair I can retire now. Bet you was. Um, I can stop doing this. Hey, it's the Bake Off final tonight. whoop de doo When you're listening on Tuesday, the Bake Off final. I cannot believe this, right? Mm. You, Gene Devers, you won't believe this. I love Bake Off. William Hansen, who bakes and cooks and stuff, has never watched an episode of it. No, I've seen clips. Why? You'd love it. Well, A, I don't watch a lot of television. Yeah, you do. You will understand this. Television is not for watching, it's for being on. Well, you won't understand that. One day you might, when you graduate. It's Match of the Day X this Thursday. Match of the Day. I'm on as well. Watch Match of the Day X Thursday. BBC Two, we don't know what time yet. Sometimes it's seven o'clock, sometimes it's midnight, sometimes it's half eleven, so we're not quite sure. Anyway. Depends if there's anything better to put on. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> That's hard. When you're on, it's on at midnight. <laughs> yeah. Um I can't believe you don't like you'd love Bake Off. It's so you, it's baking, it's camp. I, I tell you what, I okay. did watch an episode. I watched the episode when it was on BBC One or two, whatever it was on. I watched the Comet Relief special when Dame Edna was on it. Is that all? Yeah. You'd really like it. Oh, it's the final tonight. Well, enjoy, you enjoy that. Yeah. But I, th- I, have a, I have a theory, though, with Bake Off, that the, the worse you are at cooking, the more you like the show, which proves my point with you, because whatever you posted a few weeks ago as your dinner on social media... Are you that- joking? I'm going to have that tonight. Right. Well, there we go. That's my point proved. Right. Are you talking about a corned beef hash? Yes. It have looked like something the dog had brought up. Have you never had corned beef hash? No. Right, it's a proper cheap tea. My mum says it's mm, like a proper no, tea. I'm, you don't need to convince me on that. Right, it costs less than a fiver to feed a family. So you get a tin of corned beef, 250 Carrots, 80p. Onion, 40p. Potatoes, that's all you need. Bit of brown sauce, you can make cress. You can brown make sauce? Yeah, what, like HP? On, yeah, to put on top afterwards. It <laughs> is absolutely delicious. I am going to make you... Jordan's no. speciality corned beef hash. The co- have you never had corned beef hash? No. My mum always makes it for us when we've been on the football, so on a Saturday. You've been on the football, what, yeah, sitting so, on it? No, when we've been to watch Burnley right. and it's freezing and we always come on to corned beef hash. We have been crust. Oh, it's the best meal ever. Oh. It's just corned beef. It's not Greek lamb tray bake, is it? No, no. It's, and it costs less than a fiver. It's what these autumn wintry nights are made for, isn't it, William? Gosh. Speaking of football, actually, mm. I forgot to ask you about this. What do you make of um, Prince George being at the Villa game the other yes, week? Yes, a few weeks back we were we were treated to those photos, quite adorable actually, of, of Prince George and Princess Charlotte. How does one feel about that? I don't think it's very on brand for Prince George, I'll put it that way. <laughs> I just don't know how I feel about children at the football if Especially you, of that age. Yeah. Of that age. If you if you're going to take kids on football, definitely take them on the family stand. I had forgotten. They have that, family stands at football, do they? Mm, go on. I had forgotten that Prince William likes Aston Villa. Mm. 
I had because we haven't seen. I mean, he is president of the Football Association. The FA. But I'd forgotten the Football Association. The so FA. I had forgot. I had forgotten that he liked that. But I just don't. I don't. I don't. I, something. It was very cute seeing Prince George. He clearly was having a nice time. I think it's very modern of the Royal Family. I think they should balance it out and take them to a nice musical. Really? Mm. No, they loved it. And Villa won. I think they won like 5 1. Mm -hmm. Up the Aston. Up up the Villa. Up the Aston. It's not up the Aston. Why Aston Villa? I think they say up the Villa. Why don't they say up the Aston? I don't know. Well, if it's good enough for Prince William, Prince William likes it up the Aston. Why can't why you know, can't we say that? Do you know Prince Charles is a Burnley fan? Fact. Prince Charles is a Burnley fan. Promise you now, promise you now. Google it now. He he once got asked in an interview what football team he supports. He said he's not really a big football fan, but when he when he gets asked, he says Burnley because he's done a lot of the Prince's Trust has done a lot of work in Burnley, and he's been to watch Burnley play at the turf a few times. Google it if you don't what, believe I'm me. I'm doing it. What football team? Does His Royal Highness... You don't have to put His Royal Highness. Pr- the Prince Just of put Wales. put Prince Charles Burnley Football Club. Duke of Rothsay. The Queen may be a West Ham United fan. What article is this from goal.com? <laughs> to be fair. Mm-hmm. To be fair. Mm-hmm. In 2012, it came to light that Prince Charles was a Burnley supporter. Thank you. After doing charity work in the area. Mm-hmm. Once asked why he backed the club, he said... Burnley have been through some very challenging times and I'm trying to find ways of helping to regenerate and raise aspirations and self-esteem in that part of the world. I'm not making this up. Following the revelation, Burnley gave the head of the Commonwealth a VIP season ticket. He's not head of the Commonwealth, actually. He's the future head of the Commonwealth. So I would... The head of the Commonwealth is still his mother, unless something's happened it's in the last well 10 well minutes fact. I don't He's know about. He's a Burnley about. fan. Wow. Charlie's a claret. Charlie's a claret. Charlie's a claret. Yes, all right, all right. There we go. There wow. we go. Gosh, well, that's what print, another another thing that Prince Charles and I have in common. We've both been on the turf. Yeah. So yeah. there we go. Been up the turf, haven't you? Yeah. Prince William's been up the Aston. We've been up the turf. <laughs> God. Um, how's your week been? Any news? It's been all right. It's fine. Um, yeah, it, it's been quite a quiet week, actually. Next week's terribly busy. You go mad when I say, I'm busy, I'm busy. Next week, yes, I'm but, terribly busy. So, age seven, my father told me the following words. And I, in the last couple of years, not, not, not just related to you, but in a lot of people, I realised that, as with most things, he was right. If you want something done, ask a busy person. Why? Because a busy person will always do it, on time, without fuss. Yeah. Not very busy people. It's an issue. Is that aiming at me? No, 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 no. I'm not, not, not directly at if, you. If you, go, if you get put on my to-do list in my phone and my notes, you will get done. Look. <laughs> Lucky me. I'll show you now. To-do list. Here, do you want me to go through my to-do? If you, if you, it's serious business. If you get on this to-do list, you get done. Right, to-do today. Try clothes on for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> That's not busy, darling. <laughs> no, because I... That's not busy. Right, shut up. Clean toilet. <laughs> Pack. Jim. <laughs> you genuinely thought you were going to prove something. No, I am. Watch, because it gets busy. Hey, Sheffield social media post. What? I've got to do it. I'm opening a... 
Hashtag ad. <laughs> I'm doing some of... Uh, um, Hashtag spawn. Oh, if you're, if you're in Sheffield, by the way, on Thursday the 7th of November, I'm doing the Christmas party at Meadow Hall. We've got, like, Jonas Blue, Ella Henderson there. And, and, and when you say you're doing it, what, you're blowing up the balloons? No, I'm hosting it, right. Handing out Haribo? With Kel Spellman, off of Radio 1. Didn't and he do Frasier? No. That's Kelsey Grammer, sorry. Match of the day, right, to-do list. Sheffield social media post. Match of the day X ideas. Ideas for Sunday show. Monies slash invoices up to date. DJ set list for next week. Emails. <laughs> Listen to latest episode of Call TFL and get wallet. Oh, my wallet's been handed in. Yes, I, yeah. I saw your tweet. By David Cameron book. I've already got that. So you yeah, cross that off. Yeah, busy. Gosh, busy, busy, busy. Busy, but if you get put on that list, serious. Like real talk. Have I get... ever been on that list? Yeah, you're probably on last yesterday's or last week's. Mm. Reply to messages. Busy, busy, busy. Well, yeah. that's what a busy life you well, lead. The reason why I was asking because yeah. I, I was doing the polite thing, saying, "How's your week been?" Say, ha- how's... "How's your week been, Jordan?" Any... Clearly, rushed off your no, feet. Say, "How's your week been?" Any news? How's your week been, Jordan? Any news? Actually, this is this is just going to prove that I've probably not been as busy as what I thought. Mm. Well, I have decided this week. After some thought and consideration, okay, and I don't say this easily, mm. I have a new favourite chocolate bar. <laughs> what was your favourite? What's been knocked off top spot? Come on, you know that. Oh, Kinder Bueno. Kinder Bueno. Bueno. It's actually Bueno. Bueno. Kinder Bueno. I absolutely love Kinder Buenos. I've we've talked about it before. I bloody love a Kinder Bueno. I love the little hippo ones as well that you get. Right. The one for children. Yeah. Kinder Buenas are my favourite chocolate bar. I think they're fantastic. They were. They were. Okay. Which... And I don't say this easily. Right. My new favourite chocolate bar. Oh, my God. They are so good. The M&M's chocolate bar. M&M's chocolate so bar. So, M&M, I love M&M's as well. But M&M's have brought out a chocolate bar with M&M's in it. So, Basically, it's like blo- a block of chocolate. A block of chocolate. With M&M's in it. Yeah, big block of chocolate with M&M's in. Right. Basically, it's a galaxy with M&M's in. It's absolutely fantastic. I've had about four in past Well, it's not weeks. Galaxy, because that's a separate company. It's, no, it's, it's the same company as Galaxy. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, M&M's are Master Foods. No, M&M, it's, I promise you it's the same chocolate as Galaxy. It's the same company as Galaxy. Oh, no, Galaxy is Master Foods. Yeah. My uncle used to work for them, that's why. Oh, yeah. gobshite. So, yeah, and then my only worry is... That they're going to be limited edition, so I'm stockpiling on them. You, like, talking of chocolate, getting ready for Brexit, everyone's getting tins. I'm just buying loads of M&M bars, so I've got I've got four at home at the moment. I don't wow. recommend the peanut ones. How big are they? Uh, like a big family size one. Wow. I've got. Oh, no, I, I don't like. <gasps> I'm gone. I'm gone. Did I not bring you once in caramel M&Ms? Oh, I've just remembered. Yeah, you mm. brought me some caramel. Yeah, M&Ms. they're delicious. Hang on, I've got half of one in my bag. <gasps> you can try some. Gosh, that's a that's. I've a just nice remembered. Oh. Look. Oh, can I? May I try some? Yeah, I'm gonna oh. cut you a bit off now. So it's. I don't like the peanut ones. It even says in the corner, new. What? It's rationing back on. Alright. Oh, it's what you'd say to me. I was no, gonna... I don't want any more. No, give. I want some. For... Sorry, I, Ben hates it when we eat this. He eats and talk. So do I. But try it. He's not here. Get it down, yeah. Can I have a bit? I wanted some you hardly gave me any, and now you want some of it back? Yeah, because I want some of the train today. I've got to get a train. Mmm. That is quite nice. Absolutely fantastic. Don't talk with your mouth full. Just like your mother. Wait. Disgusting. Right. Have you not heard that one before? 
Yes. When I was like four. Mm. Actually, mm. No, when I was four, that would be wrong on many levels. Shall we move on? Yep. Shall we go to the listeners' questions? Oh, uh, no. Come on, it's it's the bit that everybody loves. Oh, God, don't get And can we do singular joke rather than where you now start reciting 12 jokes? No, because they come to me. That's the whole point of being a joke teller. Because you get, you get... You read them off your phone. No, I... Don't give it away. I do not read them off my phone, gobshite. Gene Divas, I do not read the jokes off my phone. I'm pissed off you said that. Cut that. Here's Jordan's joke of the week. We'll be back with your questions after this. A dog was drowning in a pond, right? And luckily, this German fellow walked past and pulled it from the water and tried to save it. I asked the man, I said, are you a vet? And and I will tell you the punchline after this break. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. So a dog's drowning in a pond, and I was wondering whether I should go in or not. But luckily, this really brave German fella walked past and pulled the dog from the water, William, to try and save it. Mm. I said to the German fella, I said, are you a vet? And the German fella said, am I vet? I'm fucking sucking. (laughs) Very good. Yeah? Very good. A German fella. Uh, Oh, another one. See, they come to me. A German fella broke down on side at road. Mm. An AA man comes and it was his tyre had gone. So he opens the back of his boot and there's a big slab of meat in there. An AA man says, that's not going to help. What is it? He says, it's my spare veal. <laughs> not as good as the first one. Um, Are you a vet? Am I a vet? I'm fucking sucking! 
Uh, yeah, we'll have another Jolly Joke of the Week for you next week. You know by now that if you need our help, our counsel and wisdom, then you can tweet us or slide into our DMs on Insta. We're at Sexted My Boss on both platforms. If you prefer email, then you can ping us your predicament using help at sexofmyboss.com. You are not writing the script again. Or if you are a traditionalist and prefer putting pen to paper, then William will be pleased to receive your hand jobs. <laughs> I will. I always love receiving them. <laughs> oh. We haven't. I haven't had that many recently. <laughs> I'm not even going to try and say something funny or smutty because it'll just ruin your very funny joke there. Or if you are a traditionalist and prefer putting pen to paper, you then don't need William, to read it again. William will be pleased to receive your hand jobs. He'll even reply to you with one of his own. The address is on the website. Sextedmyboss.com. Any church notices? Yes. Uh, we, very soon, we are about to be going on tour. We're announcing our tour. New locations. I know lots of people say, oh, bring a, bring a tour to this place. Bring a tour to that place. Well, this could be your opportunity. Look at our social channels. Go to our website to see if we're going to be coming down your cul-de-sac anytime soon. <laughs> we're going live, baby. We're going live. We're going to be coming to a town or city near you. So uh, keep an eye on it on our socials and everything if you want to come and see us live. Uh, we're going to be doing some live shows. Going live. Going live. Um, well, we've just got to do Give Me The D. Now, we've talked about how you and I sometimes get a little bit bored of, uh, of doing this. And actually... I think it's time for the listeners to do a bit of heavy lifting. If, if we're going to give them the D, it's time for them to actually sing. This, I'm going to play you a little, you might have seen it on our story a few weeks ago. Here's one of our listeners singing the Give Me the D theme herself. I want the D. I need it now. Please tell me when. Please tell me how. I'm thirsty and willing and eager, you see. So come on, boys. Give me the D. I think that's beautiful. Fantastic. Thank Who was you. that? That was Orange Donkey 21. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Orange Donkey 21. Orange Donkey 21. Do you right, think let's... she had to put 21 because there were 20 other orange donkeys on Instagram? <laughs> Come on, let's go to the... Uh, well, anyway, we've, we're sorry, we've got to do the actual, you know, the competition rules. Oh. Basically, look on our Instagram, at sexedmyboss. We post a picture, the rules are there, do what the picture says. A week later... We announce one winner at random, and the D will come your way. Just go onto our Insta if you want to win a bottle of G. It's a competition to do what will it Not a bottle of G. Bottle of D. Okay, Orange Donkey. This is why it's better if I do the, the, oh, the housekeeping. Me. Thank you to Orange Donkey 21 for sending that. Let's go to mainly why we do this podcast. Um, not talking about M&M bars and, and how our week's been. It's it's to help you, our wonderful Gene Divas, our wonderful podcast listeners, who, who write in touch with their problems. William, first listeners... Question, please. This has come to us on email from Rebecca. Dear William and Jordan, while out shopping today, I came across a problem that happens quite frequently, and I always respond in the same way. But when I get outside, I always think I should have said something. While waiting at the checkout, the lady in front of me had purchased some fragile objects. I'm not talking about Fabergé eggs. Do you want to top up? Don't cut me off mid-flow. Well, I'm still listening. Do you want to top up? Well, yes, but just, just do it. While waiting at the checkout, the lady in front of me had purchased some fragile objects. I'm not talking Fabergé eggs. This was a discount store, and it was Christmas tat. To be more precise, two white reindeer that cost no more than £5. Bargain. Nonetheless, she liked them. 
The assistant insisted on wrapping them in bubble wrap, but then she ran out of bubble wrap and left her station in search of more. Now, this seemed to go on for a lifetime, when in reality it was probably about five minutes, but I was in a rush. The purchaser of said tat turned to me and apologised for the delay, to which I did the very British thing and said, that's okay, when it actually wasn't. I always seem to do this when someone apologises to me for holding me up. I say that's okay, or no problem, or no rush, when it actually is a problem. Now, I'm the sort of person who shouts, thank you! when I've held a door open for someone, but they haven't acknowledged that fact, so I'm not usually a pushover, but always seem to be in these situations. When is it socially acceptable to say, well, actually, you could hurry along, I'm fed up of waiting? Mm. Yours sincerely, Rebecca Green, who's in Lincoln. I think what I would do, rather than say it's not a problem, which which is a line, that's coming from a nice place, and if you're happy saying that, fine, but clearly Rebecca isn't, I think you perhaps say something like... Um, it's unfortunate the bubble wrap's run out. Okay. Which it is. Yeah, something like, oh, that's annoying. So you're not lying. You're mm. not saying, oh, it's totally not a problem. You're not saying anything rude. It's unfortunate it's run out. To be fair, I'm like, I'm like Rebecca in that sense. I'm, I'm too nice. Like, I'll go, really? oh, oh, it's fine, it's no problem. Like, if they mess my order up at a restaurant, I'll go, oh, it's fine, I'll eat this. And mum will be like, no, you've not ordered that. But at but McDonald's you choose on the pads yourself. Yeah, don't just eat at McDonald's. What did you take me for? I'm very fancy. Where's the last fancy place you ate? Um, oh, uh, what's that pizza place called in London? Pizza Hut. No. Franco Banker. Frank. Franca Manka. Franca Manka. Or as my mother called it, Frankly Manky. Frankly Manky. But she did actually really like it. It's great. It's a great sourdough. It's nice, pizza. but it's not what I'd call fancy. They yeah. serve you wine in a tumbler. Anyway, yeah, um, you're saying do it. I, do you know what, Rebecca, I'm saying it, it's fine to do that because I do it and it's a very British thing and it makes you a nice person. So next question, please, William Hanson. Uh, this one isn't so much a question. It's more uh, picking up on something we said a couple of episodes ago. It's entitled Married at 50. Oh, God, I forgot about this pledge. It's going to bite me on the arse, isn't it? Only if you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the sort of thing you're into if we weren't married? If you're listening, I'm thinking, what you're on about? Um, a couple of episodes ago, William and I pledged that we would get married if we were single at 50. So in a few decades' time, we could be getting married. <laughs> There's a thought. Dear William and Jordan... You're not biting my arse if we do. <laughs> That's not a problem. I'm going absolutely nowhere near that. <laughs> Greetings from upstate New York, USA. Oh, that's... Yeah, it's New York, baby. Coffee. Thank you for putting USA in. I had absolutely no idea where New York was. Don't be sarky. I've... We've all had a gin. I've D. followed your podcast since the beginning. Oh, I'm sorry. I feel bad now. And watched your confidence in your broadcasting style and friendship grow. Ah. In one of your recent podcasts, where you described yourselves as each other's safety match at 50, it made me stop adoring from afar oh, uh -huh. and write to perhaps offer some advice. First, I know it doesn't seem like it now, but turning 50 is not the end of life. My spouse and I are enjoying life so much more now as the petty dramas and pains of our younger years slide away. Second, marrying a friend is a good choice, even if you have some major differences. I and my spouse, I believe that's my spouse and I, of more than 20 years of marriage and 40 years of friendship have a great difference. He's gay and I'm a lesbian. 
After years of failed romances and just the trauma of life, we realised that the person we most enjoyed spending time with was each other. Angun. We married shortly before my 40th birthday. And yes, we'd both been out for years and some of our worst responses have been from young LGBTQ plus people. Go figure. Sex is an important thing in life, but not the only thing. Being with someone who cares and will care for you lifelong is the most important thing I know. Be well, and I hope you both enjoy long and happy lives and careers. Sincerely, your fan, Jay. I mean, lovely letter. Thanks for getting in touch, Jay. Thanks for listening since the first episode. I, I don't... What, what, what do you want me to say to that? I agree with what they're saying. Well, you know, it, it, you've made it work for you. And we didn't make out that getting to 50s end of life. No. God. My mum said the happiest time of her life was her 30s, and now when she's in your 50s, you just mellow and just be like, can't be arsed anymore. Mm. Yeah, I look forward to getting... I'm loving being 30. Yeah. I think it's 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 my best year. I think get... everything's fallen, fallen into place very nicely. You're getting a bit boring, though. Getting? Yeah. Well, at least you give me some credit that I wasn't. Mm. You used to be a hoot. Thanks very much. Uh, lovely letter. Thank you, Jay. Thank um, you. And it's, it's nice. Comments on that? No. You know, it's it's work for them. And, and who are we to knock it? What side of the bed would I go on? I, As you look at the bed, I go on the left. Why? Although, actually, here's a point. When I, when Mike and I got together, yeah. I always slept on the right-hand side. But like a cuckoo, he came and usurped me and I had to graduate and I hated it for about six to seven months. I was not sleeping particularly well because I was on the wrong side of the bed that I had, had spent 25, no, 26 years at the time sleeping on that side of the bed. And now I can't sleep on the other side of the bed. You see that point I made about you getting a bit boring. There it goes again. Do you, you brought up side of bed. Do you have a side of the bed? I sleep in middle. Well, you're going to have to stop that with, it, with anyone you end up with. Starfish. No. And we could get we could have separate beds. Yeah, it could be like Doc Cotton. No, I'm up for that. Separate bed. If we get married, separate beds. Separate bedrooms. Because I like to read before bed and stuff. Well, so do I. I mean, most people do. That's not that weird. Yeah, but I've do got... you know what my favourite thing to do in bed is? I can tell you mine. Sleep. Is it? It is. I say to Mike, he went. This is my favourite thing to do in bed. Is it actually my second favourite? Read. Where does <whistles> come into that? It's double figures. Really? Mm. In, in that letter, it's interesting because clearly, you know, there's there's no sex there uh, in that they're one's gay and one is a lesbian, but it's working for them. They've they've and actually, a marriage is so, or any relationship, not just a marriage, can be so much more than sex. I think in its first sort of six months or so, it's it's probably a little more carnal. And carnal. Then, yes. Do you know what that means? No. No. Well, don't worry. And then after that, I'll show you later. And then after that. It it becomes more you know it's it's there it's platonic it's and goes yeah. to show it can work. Mm. It's just to know that someone's there for you. Yeah, it's companionship, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's quite sweet actually. So maybe it could work between you and me. I know that you obviously felt sick in your mouth about the thought of you know cuddling me. One other thing, mm. just like moving on from cuddling, we are getting a dog. Well, I'll have you. I mean, one's enough. <laughs> we are getting a dog. What sort of dog? Uh, a Staffordshire Bull Terrier. I am not having a Staffordshire Bull Terrier. I'm sorry, I draw the line there. Hey, right. You is one thing. Hang a Staffordshire on. Bull Terrier is like two punches right, to the no, face. It, it annoys me because we had a Staffordshire Bull Terrier called Claret. Obviously. <laughs> and they are lovely dogs. If you bring them up right, they're very nice nature. They're very loyal. I'm having a corgi. 
Right. I'm going to have two. Have I said this before? I don't know. I'm going to have two corkies. One called Princess Margaret and the other one called Group Captain Peter Townsend because I feel they should belong together. And the jokes write themselves. Group Captain Townsend needs a walk. Princess Margaret's done a shit in the kitchen. (laughs) You know, it's it's a good good idea. Keep you on this morning for a few more years, won't it? Hey, you always get digs in about my career. What career? <laughs> Next question. This one's come from Canada. Oh, this morning, yeah, I'll drop everything. Oh, I'll drop a podcast recording. Oh, this morning. I have never dropped. Ooh, don't don't Ooh, start down this road. Oh, Holly. Oh, Phil. Oh, yeah, this morning, friends. Don't start down this. Hello, William and Jordan. I hope this email finds your well. I mean, you well. Oh, don't start being arsy about people's bad writing again and grammar. I wanted to first start off with how I absolutely love the podcast and your guys banter together. I've even asked for William's books for Christmas. Well, get them from my website and get them signed. WilliamHenson.co.uk slash books. Here is my problem. I've been invited to a conjoined birthday party for an ex-friend's friend's young kids who are 11 and 1. God. Whom I don't really know. Ex-friend's friend's young kids. Right, okay. One of the problems with this is that the birthday party will be on one day of the November long weekend. They have long weekends in Canada. Oh. If I was in Canada, it would feel long anyway. And the kids' birthdays are at the very beginning of October. The other problem with this is that I barely have the money saved for Christmas presents for my own family, let alone for two children that I barely know. My question, is this proper etiquette to have a birthday party a month after your birthday, especially on a long weekend here in Canada? Great question. Also, how do I politely tell this person that I'd rather be doing anything else other than spend time and money and two to three hours of my life listening to the screams of feral children I don't know? Please help. Much love. Kay. Mm, yeah, I, I think you're right there. You can't really have it a month after. But then again, my big birthday next year... 40. Um, we might be having it a few weeks after because it's depending on when my dad's on because, you know, my dad works abroad. Right. So if there's reasons like that. But um, mm, do you know what, what? What are you going to be doing for that birthday? I don't know. I think I'm going to have, like, a, a party. I think I'm going to have a Mexican theme or I might just go to Dublin. Not decided yet. You, you Potato, know? potato. <laughs> What? <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> That's very good. But you know, what, um, which bit would I get invited to uh, as, your, as your very close friend I'm thinking and of future having, spouse? I'm thinking of having a do, I'm thinking of having a do in uh, Burnley, like booking somewhere out. Because I'd call it a don't in Burnley. I don't, like a DJ, but I'm thinking of getting this mariachi band that are sitting in London that are really good. It's going to be a great night. Gosh, it's going to rival my party, isn't it? But I'm currently, I'll name and shame him, right? It's costing me a fortune. My mate Llama's just turned 30. Your mate Llama? That's why I'm going, yeah, he's called Llama, he's got a big neck. Have you not met him before? I've found enough. We've talked about him on the podcast. I would remember Llama. We've talked about Llama on the podcast before. I don't think we have. We have, we've talked about Llama. In relation to what? Um, Nicknames, I think we have. He's got a really big, long neck. Lovely lad, very funny, very witty. Anyway, I've been mates with him since school. He's at about 3.30th birthday party. That's why I'm going to to Blackpool this weekend on the old day. Right. Because it's his birthday. But he's also had a, uh, he had a surprise birthday, to be fair, that's not his fault, that that I couldn't make it to. That has been. That it? was the surprise. <laughs> I couldn't make it. So then we got Blackpool, and then we're all going to the lakes. 
We're booking out a big villa in the lakes. In the lake, what, Lake Como, Lake Garter? Lake District. Right. So that's in a couple of weeks. We've had three parties, so um, a month after, if you can avoid it, probably not. And try to keep your parties to a minimum, Llama. Because it's costing me a fortune. I think three birthdays is a little bit excessive. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, what do you think to... What was the Canadian fella called? Well, I just don't... Th- if you get invited... my If I get invited verbally to something, I always go, oh, that sounds really lovely. Please may I get back to you. I'll check with Mikey. I'll check with whoever. Don't say yes immediately. It's a classic business tactic. Don't say yes immediately in the meeting. Say I'll think about it. Okay. Which then, if you are going to say no, you haven't said yes face to face. Okay. I would just have said, for future, I think if you've said yes, you've got to go now. You can't bail. We've talked about bailing before. Mm-hmm. Then in future, just, just say, oh, thank you, for, I'll get back to you. Then you can decide in your own time, unpressured if you want to go or not. And then you say, I'm really sorry, I can't make it. You don't, and actually that is the etiquette. If you can't go to somebody's party, obviously if it's your best friend, it's slightly different if it is a llama or whatever. But if it's, if it's anyone else, if it's sort of like a B-grade friend, someone like you, then you don't actually have to say... I can't go because X, Y, Z. He's not asking that, though. He's asking, is it okay to have a party a month no, after? No, well, he's asking two things, or oh. he or she, could be she. Is it is it okay to have a party 30 days after, a month after? Not really. Not, not for a child. Oh, for a child, no. Or indeed for an adult. Unless unless you haven't had one at the time of around your birthday. I mean, my, birthday was a few, my party was a few yeah. days before my birthday. But if I had one now, for example, we're in... End of October, my birthday was start of September. No, get over it. We've moved on. All right, fair enough. The next letter is from Adam. Dear William and Jordan, Firstly, I would like to apologise for the disgust you are both probably going to feel while reading this email. Because my father has never, I repeat, never brushed his teeth. What? I don't know how his teeth have lasted so long, but as you can imagine, this has caused his breath to smell atrociously bad. No! He has also had a habit of standing awkwardly too close when he is talking, causing me and my poor mother to have to hold her own breath when speaking to him. Shut up! Neither of us have the heart to tell him that his breath is making us gag. Is she dad? And at this point, his teeth are too far gone to do anything about, to a point where brushing will probably do more harm than good. So I suppose my question is this. How can we politely ask him to use some mouthwash, or maybe even a mint, or at the very least not to stand so close when talking to people? Thank you, Adam. Great question, Adam. First of all, I'm going to jump in here because the beauty of going out with someone or knowing someone, having a close friend or family, and I do this, and friends have done this to me, it's my my, my biggest fear is having bad breath. It is, well, that and snakes and flying and... Few things. The beauty of having good friends who go. My my mum will say, "Oh, your breath stinks." Oh, well, if you had, if you if you had shit on toast this morning for breakfast, your breath stinks. Like your friends and family should be able to say, "Go and brush your teeth. Your breath stinks." Tell him, it's your dad. That's the beauty. You'd if Mikey had bad breath, you'd tell him, wouldn't you? Yes, you would. To be fair, I came home from the um, recording the other day, and Mikey could smell D on my breath. <laughs> He said, I can tell you've been with Jordan. (laughs) He did. I said, you're not wrong. I assume you mean the bonnet. Yes. Good God. My advice is you you tell him. And and I'm I'm supposed... Your mum would say to you, William, darling, you... I love... You have this weird, weird concept of how my parents speak. I I imagine your mum to always wear long... 
silver gloves. Silver? Uh, silk gloves. And she smokes with a cigarette holder. But it, it's like a Cruella de Vil cross with a Cyberman. And she waits till 12 o'clock to have a drink. Oh, she doesn't wait till 12. <laughs> <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere, darling. No, they do wait till six, actually. Gosh. Mm. But my, my question in, in response to that is, how do you tell someone they've got bad breath? Uh, not in front of others. Is it the... Uh, or sometimes I'll just... Uh, I normally carry mints or something with me, so I just get one out oh, for myself. And because it's polite to offer others as well, you go, oh, would you like a mint? But then, because I always say, when you offer someone a chuddy or a mint... A what? A chuddy. What's a chuddy? Oh, for Don't God's... Don't offer me your chuddy. Chewing gum. But yeah, I, uh, it, you need to tell your dad, you just need to say your breath stinks, because nobody else is going to say it to him, like colleagues and what have you. And, you know, he'll still, uh, he'll still love you, probably. It, you know, if someone told me that my, I had bad breath, even if they were a relation, yeah. I'm not going to hold it against them that much. I mean, the wider issue is, why on earth did your mother marry him? No, why brush his teeth? If he's never brushed his teeth. Uh. Did he brush... Imagine being at the altar. Imagine if you and I were at the altar together you're there in a lovely veil and i lift it back <laughs> i'm not wearing the veil you're wearing the veil if we and get i get this waft of <sighs> gopping breath gopping absolutely that's gopping. a good northern word it's not it's, a, it's an army word i think and is it yeah gopping my, bro- my older brother says it oh. yeah I, I would just tell him i think it's up to you and your mum to tell him but don't tell him in front of others pick your moment what have we learned today william well we've learned that some people don't brush their t- you're putting your coat on? Yeah, I've literally got to go straight after this. Why? Because I've got a, I'm got on my other job to go to. Come on. Right, OK. Uh, we are oh, talk slowly. And now. come on. We've learned... Don't be... A, I've got to get the train. Come on. We've learned that some people don't brush their teeth. We've learned that you can be gay and lesbian and married. It all happens. We've learnt that... Um, I have a new chocolate favourite chocolate bar. You have a new favourite chocolate bar. And uh, we've learnt that we can cope without Ben. Yes, that's the most important thing. We've learnt that we don't need producer... What's he called? Ben. 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 Is it Benjamin? Ben. ben. Benedict, is it? Benedict. Benedict. We can cope without... He's literally going to cry himself to sleep after hearing this. He's the most thinner-skinned person. We love him, but he's so thin-skinned, bless him. You're not going to comment on that because now you just make me look horrible. See you next week. Love you, Ben. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.